It's time for Inside the MFL, the official sports talk radio show of the Minor Football League. It's football, baby! Football fans, this show is for you, as the show brings you the most up-to-date information from the league's franchises across the country. Let's get it going now! It's time to get Inside the MFL with your host, Dr. Richard Miles Sr. and Kelsey Nicole Nelson. Hello, everyone, and welcome back into another exciting edition of Inside the MFL, your official sports talk radio show of the premier developmental football league in the nation's capital. I'm Kelsey Nicole Nelson, as always, joined by the boss man, our host, Dr. Richard D. Miles Sr., Chaplain Richard Miles Sr., Associate Dean Richard D. Miles Sr., CEO, Chairman, and Founder Richard Miles Sr. Dr. Dr. Miles, I don't know what title to give you anymore when we do these shows. Uh, just MFL. <laughs> That's more appropriate than uh, anything else because of all the hard work I put into this. Yeah, it's your the MFL is your baby, it's your brainchild, and you've seen it grow now over 25 years, over a quarter century. 20, you've been hard at work. Years, it's basically years. as old as me. I said over 25, so that does include 28. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's hard at work now. So let, let's start on that. Let's talk about the story of the minor football league. And again, once again, good morning, everyone. And thanks for joining us on Inside the MFL. We appreciate you all tuning in every week. And like the show is meant to give you all the latest and greatest updates in and around the league. We're talking the league here in America, but also the league in Africa. So let's talk about the story of the minor football league, Dr. Miles, and why you started it. Absolutely. I mean, you know, it, it was it just was a, a need for it in terms of you have minor league base, baseball, you know, soccer, uh, D-league basketball, never minor league football. And uh, a lot of guys do four or five years in college. And then after that, they said, then what? Right. It has to be a bridge. And, you know, with the other league, the NFL, you know, I tell guys, it's not you're not good enough to play there. It's not enough room. So you got all Americans walking the street. It had to be a bridge built. And that's where the minor football league come in to give these young men an opportunity you don't find outside of college or professional football. And talking about opportunities, I also know the minor football league is growing. I know we've had some new faces added this season, right, as we're getting through the summer. So let's talk about it. I understand you made a historic hire very recently. Uh, Absolutely. But also I want to say to MFL Nation, we kept, made sure we uh, always had clarity about what's going on with the league, as you know. And unless you've been on the moon somewhere you know we haven't still having the problem with this COVID nineteen, mm-hmm. along with this other uh, 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 virus coming up now. So we didn't get a chance to do this season as we like. We was ready, but you know the powers to be, and it's always good because a lot of I myself even had players that did not want to take shots in different parts of the country. And, you know, I was saying I cannot tell them whether or not to take the shot or not. But we feel better if they did take the shot, you know, because you're around other people. So just to bring some clarity to that. But we're here. We're ready for the 2022 uh, season. Uh, and we're excited. Now, getting back to your question that you asked. Thank you. Oh, Finally, absolutely. Dr. Uh, we're excited about Africa. Uh, you know, that was something that uh, we was going to go with uh, in the 21 season. But because of COVID-19, again, you know, we, we couldn't do things. And right now uh, we got everything in motion. We look forward to doing this. But right now, everything is still kind of uh, kind of scattered, if you know what I mean, if that's the right 
uh, uh, word to use. But right now, we're on top of everything. We got a lot of young men excited. We get ready to do some combines and sign players, which we had players come in. Why the fact we had some players to come in this week, right. uh, uh, kickers and stuff some came in, you, right? came in, uh, and, and work out and get signed because, like I stated earlier, some areas in the country is still red light. I'm, I'm gonna say red light because they still uh, 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 peaking in terms of that this virus and the new virus as well. So I understand you brought her on to the Modern Football League. We're so excited to have her. I know she's going to be awesome and amazing in her position. Already hard at work, as I understand it, working very hard with our Georgia Warriors general manager, Chuck Barlow Jr. So introduce her to MFL Nation and MFL family. Oh, absolutely. I I mean, as you know, we want to always do uh, things outside the box. That's why we have Miss Lovely. She's going to be our lead uh, head scout for the minor football league. And already she have a lot of connections and stuff. And we have other uh, scouts in other areas. Well, you know, but we're excited, MFL Nation. We want you to meet and you'll get an opportunity to meet her and talk with her. But we're doing a lot of great things. And like, as she stated earlier with Chuck Ballow down there in in, in Georgia Warriors, uh, he's doing a great job. And, you know, uh, he's going through a little bit. I want uh, MFL Nation to pray for him because he did lose his uh, uh, nephew. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah. and like I told him, he needs to take all the time he can. But this he's one of them type of guys. He's always doing stuff, always about MFL. But right now, we want to be there and we want him to know we're very supportive and we're here for him as well. Exactly. Our, we are always here for our family. And look, when I say our family, when you join the Honor Football League, that's what you become a part of. It's a family that has you forever. And Chuck Barlow, we send our thoughts and prayers out to you. And MFL Nation, please, if you go on the Georgia Warriors page, send them some love and some light and some encouragement. Of course, we know this. We, know, we all go through difficult times. This storm too shall pass, but there's always light at the end of the tunnel. And I know loss of his family member. I know his family member is looking down on him, just smiling at the man that Chuck Barlow Jr. is today. And again, we're trying to get our special guest on, but I will tell you all, if you want to learn more about her, we got to introduce her on our official Facebook page. And of course, on Facebook, our page is MFL. So check her out, our new national scouting director for the National Minor Football League. So yeah, if you're talented, y'all need to connect with Ms. Lovely because she will be the one who's out there looking for you, hoping to add you to our MFL talent. We've seen some great guys already come out in preparation for the 2022 season. That's a, that's a lot of twos next year. Two, two, two season, right? 2022. But again, the minor football league is amping up for that. We've had some some franchises move, but we have a lot of new faces in the organization. A lot of new committed GMs that will be joining Absolutely. the organization because we always want the best people for the jobs. Let's talk about that, Dr. Miles. How are you finding some of this talent that you're bringing on? Well, you know, when you do feasibility studies, as you know, and you go to different parts of the country, People will call you. And we had some great, uh, I had a lot of conversations with a lot of these new gyms. I talked with them. As a matter of fact, I was talking to another one down uh, that uh, used to coach at Howard University. And uh, he's down in South Carolina. So, and, and we in a conversation as well. So, you know, they've been calling and we've been going over things. We've been looking at resumes and stuff. But more importantly, we want people in the areas that the franchise is in. We don't want nobody moving across country. We want people in their area because who more familiar with that area than someone right. from that area? Exactly. So these are the type of things that we are doing. And also, as you know, uh, I definitely have to get back uh, to Africa because 
we got guys calling international trying to come and play here, even though we said that we, you're, putting the, you're putting the 16 franchise over there, but we have some players want to come over here and play. And who knows? Some of the players over here, they even asked about uh, playing in Africa. So yeah. uh, so we're excited about that. And I also want to uh, give my shout-out to uh, uh, Mr. Uh, 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 our different uh, uh, people that we work with over Africa. And as you know, uh, you know, when you're doing things of this nature and big like that, we want people to understand that it's not easy. It takes time, but we still have positions open. Uh, we're looking for people in, in broadcast journalists. We're looking for people in marketing and PR. I mean, look where the teams are. You can go to our website, mflishere.com. And Mr. Leslie Coroma, we have to shout out to him up there in Houston that's a part of this uh, transition going to Africa. And he's doing a yeoman job. He's doing a lot of great things over there in, in terms of us connecting. Matter of fact, uh, you get ready to do something with they get ready to honor one of the uh one of the track stars in the high jump. And that's something that uh maybe you can expand on a little more and talk about that shortly. Exactly. I mean, lots of hat has happened in the Olympics. And you know, the reason why we like the Olympic Games because you know, we see these, we see our heroes rise up, right? It's those storylines. You look at someone like 19-year-old Atimo from New Jersey, Trenton, New Jersey, representing, just killed the 800-meter race for the women. Raiders that in New Jersey. Yeah, exactly. So it's a lot of talent. It's a lot of talent. But I, I think, you know, when we're talking about the Olympic Games, it also talks to the spirit of the minor football league. The minor football league is global, right? You have MFL Africa, and it's just showing that, you know, a lot of times people try to look at our differences. The reason I think we like sports is because sports bring us together. It shows that all the similarities we have, it shows all the storylines. And usually it shows that we're here for one common goal. And of course, that goal is to what? It's to win. Our goal is to win and just represent the best of the best of the best. And so I think the Olympic Games is great. I know, you, I know you've been an advocate for trying to get American football in the games, but Dr. Miles, you know that's not going to happen because the rest of the world is trying to catch up with our style of football. But, you know, it's been great. We got to see rock climbing debut in the Olympics and skateboarding. And you really see the Olympics trying to make a push and appeal to younger fans. And I think that is where football comes in because football appeals to all fans. You have older fans, you have younger fans fans. Someone like me, I've been a fan of football since I was small and little. You can go back and look at my social media pictures. I've had a football and probably a football helmet and a football in my hand from very young, from a very young age. But all that to say, again, it's just, it's perfect timing. Also talking about football, we just ushered in a new pro football Hall of Fame class. And, you know, to that point, let's talk about some of like the greats that have came through the minor football league. And how does the minor football league remember to some of those great players uh, that have left their impact and legacy on the MFL? Absolutely. You know, Barry Word, as you know, came through the minor football league, Major Harris, and who can forget about Eric Swan? Eric Swan, uh, when he went uh, number one by the uh, Cardinals, everybody was confused because everybody would look for him. Even the president of the minor football league, which is Bobby Wilson, was the red, the Washington team number one draft choice in '91, and he was saying, mm -hmm. you know, "What school does this guy go to?" I said, "He didn't go to school. He's from out of the minor football league." And you know the impact he had on the NFL. Eric Swan was a hell of a ball player, uh, and then he took that 
to the National Football League and the guy, you know, made all pro. So it just goes to show you that as opposed to sitting home and talk about what you should have, could have, and would have done, you had that opportunity because the MFL had that platform for you to give you an opportunity. And as you stated earlier, we want the best players, you know. Right. We want guys that really understand and know the game, and we're going to prepare you for the next level as well. Preparing for the next level. That's what the minor football league is. And let's go to that because I know a lot of guys that reach out to you and say, Hey, Dr. Miles, you know, I, I want to get to the National Football League, but I've had a winding road getting there. They want to play at that top level. They're trying to develop their skills. And the minor football league is another alternative route. You know, I just had Sharif Abdur Rahim on my show listening with KNN. And of course, he's the NBA G League president. And that's what we talked about how the NBA G League is just another route, right? To ultimately hopefully get to the NBA. Well, the minor football league is another route to get you to the national football league. Cause of course the G league is an official type of minor league for basketball, but since the NFL does not have an officially recognized minor football league, this is the best. This is really your best chance to grow, develop, learn from former players, get an opportunity to play in your hometown possibly and play in front of your fans and play for a professional sports organization that's going to make sure that you're looked out for and cared for. As you said, Dr. Miles, you get insurance, right? You have travel and transportation. All of your needs are taken care of and you're really treated as a professional athlete. So let's talk about what kind of separates the minor football league when it comes to just the treatment of athletes, Dr. Miles. And what are these athletes going to be offered to the young men listening to today's show? Well, as you stated, we do have a million dollar worth of insurance on the players. We take care of the traveling, the hotel, the pregame meal, <clears throat> and and the uniform. Excuse me, but don't look dry. Um, but we also want to, uh, I just want to go back. The MF, the NFL do does recognize the MFL because in that meeting we had, it was a great meeting. And as you know, Jamie Dukes are constantly in dialogue with the NFL and also, uh, we, we even had, a, a, you know, the meeting went well, uh, but we just didn't really want to, some of the things we just were not ready to do or talk about. And even, you know, you have Troy Vinson there, even he understand and, and knowledge and even talking with him. Uh, and we met with a lot of people in the NFL. They understand the need. For the minor football league. So, There's a huge and, and need for the minor absolutely. football league. So, it's such a need that Dr. Miles has been talking about it so much. His voice is leaving him because he's been preaching about the praises of the minor football league. And as you said, I mean, it's it's something that I can't push and preach enough. And I think it's so great. So many young men are really finding out about the league. And, and those who have been here have stuck with it. And they've been here. And look, like Dr. Miles said, they want to play football. We all love football. But COVID-19 is just not trying to let us be great at people. Let's just be honest. It's not trying to let us be great. But safety first and safety is, is just most important for the league. The league takes very seriously uh, what we're hearing from scientists and, again, from the CDC and takes those guidelines seriously. And so I think, too, to that point, you know, the minor football league is making sure that they are trying to push players to get vaccinated. It's not mandated, but they're pushing it because right now, according to the facts and science, that is our best protection against COVID-19. And if we want to get back to type any type of normalcy, it's going to take all of us together. Going back to that team spirit, going back to the Olympic Games, it's going to take all of us together. We're all in this together. And this is what the minor football league is doing. So look, even while we're in a pandemic, the minor football league is still trying to provide opportunities for these young guys to achieve their dream and goal. Because if we're being honest in sports, 
every day, every year, every minute counts in sports. You're only getting older, right? There's always new talent coming out. And so we know that has been a concern for the guys. So let, let's touch on that. What are some of these phone calls that you're getting from guys as they kind of try to play football, but they're also just worried about COVID-19 and their possibilities and chances of playing on the next level? Uh, and absolutely. And, and like I got to tell them that, you know, we're going to abide by the, uh, you know, what the government uh, doing. Uh, they know better than us. I'm not inclined. Uh, I'm not going to pretend that I'm a scientist, uh, nor would we pretend to do that. But we can guys calling from all over. And, 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 you know, we are working guys out and we are signing guys. And also, I wanted to reach out to the HBCUs. We, we know that the NFL didn't give you all the look. Uh, but the MFL, we we wide open. You, you know, we see you, we hear you, we invite you to call uh, the MFL and talk to us and find out what franchise is in your state. And and we have the opportunity to give you the opportunity to uh, to continue your football career. And and like you say, uh, some people might be interested in coaching. You know, we do have that available. You know, so what's important to me as uh, uh, the founder of the MFL, we want people, uh, we want to give these young men these opportunities, as well as dance teams as well. Yes, also for the ladies. Let's talk about the dance team, Dr. Miles, because you know in some schools, halftime is game time. And let's talk about the dancers that also help to pump up the crowd of the Modern Football League. Well, you know, as you know, we had, we were very successful uh, with the MFL, and now girls transition to the other league, the NFL. Even with the Wizards and the uh, the Baltimore Ravens and the Washington team, we had uh, young ladies to move on from here and right, go there. So we 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 uh, even for them, we're not forgetting anybody in terms of what the MFL try to do and what we say all the time. We are the laboratory of change. Laboratory you know, of change. And we want people to understand the laboratory of change, meaning we want to bring former players from the field to the front office. That's very important to us and what we're trying to accomplish here with the Minor Football League. And, and we tell everybody all the time, reach out to us. Take a look at it. I'm firm believing in documentation, be conversation. You know, we're not going to talk about what we're going to do. We want to show what we already have done. So these are the things that we're doing, we're excited about doing, and we're excited about bringing people on to help us uh, push the, uh, the, um, the agenda in terms of what the MFL is about and what we're doing. Even with our community service, we have our players have to do 100 hours of community service. We are in the community. We have programs work at risk youth in the community. So we're excited about that. And these are the types of things that the minor football league is involved in. And we want people to come feel, be a part of the MFL. Like we say, the MFL is here. The question is, are you ready? Are you ready? That's the question. And talking about, are you ready? Let's talk about people can come experience the MFL. Let's talk about the tickets, getting to the game, the season passes and all of that good stuff. Cause like we see right now with the national football league, how season ticket holders are preparing for game days. And, you know, people get excited about tickets nowadays. The season passes. They're posting pictures of their favorite uniforms with the tickets saying, look, 
Got them. And that's what they're excited about. Let's talk about how can fans really, again, come experience the MFL? What's the process like? Where can they get tickets? When will tickets be available, Dr. Mouse? We got all the questions. and I know you have all the answers. Well, we want to make sure that we're not going to do anything. We're not going to try to put the cart before the horse. We want to make sure it's safe before we sell any tickets. Yes, we get a lot of inquiries about tickets. When are the tickets going on sale? But we're not going to do that yet. We want to make sure everything's in place. We don't want to have another season like this when we sold tickets and then there's no problem with giving the money back because we did. And in some areas that, you know, we did have a few GMs, they got upset because they wanted to go, but you can't go unless they say, if they didn't want us, if they tell us they only allow so many people in the stadium, that's not feasible for us. And that even though they got, uh, discouraged and stuff, then that's not what, the, uh, this is not for them. And everything is not for everybody, as you know. So, you know, I, I say to those individuals, you know, good luck and whatever endeavors y'all do, but the MFL is still pushing on and, and we're looking forward to the 22 season and we're excited about it, uh, Kelsey, as you know, but I would be remiss if I don't uh, really just uh, give you a little shout out. Congratulations to you and all the things Every time I turn around, you receiving awards and you're on this show, that show. I'm wondering sooner or later, we won't be able to afford to keep you here. But hopefully in your (laughs) heart, you still got... Here we go. Here we go. But I I definitely want to give you kudos for the great job you've been doing. I mean, you you, you seem like you're the authority, uh, uh, the go-to person in the DMV. Every time I turn around, you're on different shows across the country. So that just goes to show you, you're not just looks, you're really very knowledgeable of the game. And I'm excited. And, and, you know, I'm very impressed with you as I was a long time ago when I told you, you know your stuff. And a lot of people understand it. And a lot of people always say, well, oh, man, everybody going to grab Kelsey sooner or later. I know she's sooner or later. She'll be with the NFL network, sooner or later she'd be with the NBA network. And that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. I mean, life is a journey, not a destination. Modern football league has been a journey and not just a destination. That's why we say come experience it. It's not going to be something you do one time and you're done with it. No, we want you to come back to the games. We want you to see how the league is involved in the community. And it's really become ingrained and a significant contributing member of every single community out there. So all of that to say, Dr. Mouse, let's talk about the community work that the league has done um, and has been involved in. And why is it so important for the league to make sure that they leave an impact in their footprints in each and every community where a minor football league team resides? Absolutely. I'm glad you said that because these young men are from that community. Right. These uh, young men to embrace that community and which bring an economic development there. We are giving these young men an opportunity and young ladies to get community service hours. As you know, we have a lot of different programs that we'd like them to be involved with. If you have uh, different organizations and we can help you all to raise money, you know, come experience the MFL. We have several ways that we can help you to raise money for your organization. If you have bands, uh, schools have bands, hey, I know they would love to play at halftime at the, one of the MFL franchise games across the country. And like I say, we definitely want people to understand the MFL is the laboratory of change. If I sound like a broken record, I'll continue to say that. <laughs> we have to understand this is the norm. And everybody talking about when we get back to the norm, this is the norm. 
I this, mean, it's simple it's, as that. It's the new norm. And it's look, the new norm. Things happen in life. And look, you have to change and adjust with the times. At one time period, look, electricity wasn't a thing, right? And then all of a sudden, we get the light bulb invention. We get other things coming. Don't forget the cell phone. I don't I think mean, a about lot of y'all things, can I'm do without saying, it. But then, and then that's the new norm. It's always changing. Talk about records. That one time records were the norm. Now you there's people know alive who don't know what around. we're going to I look, my family is from New yeah. Orleans related to Muddy Waters. Yeah, I grew up okay. with records and record players and good music. Like, anything we're talking about something that might not be alive in the book, sometimes you got to search for good music nowadays. But all that to say, again, our norms are always changing. And that's a good Constantly thing. It's a for positive change, right? It's even now like ideologies. We're, we're more educated now. We, we know better now. I mean, if you think about how the world is changing and just how, how people are just learning just to be good people better, right? And how to do things more efficiently. You look at now, robots, be pay attention. They're coming. Look, you can get the robot vacuums now. You still just being able, I know they're testing them on warehouses. I mean, it's, it's going to be a new norm soon to get technology to do some things that people have done. And now it's kind of scary, right? Because you look at the job force and you don't want to lose jobs. But if there are ways that we can get things done in a quicker and timely manner, especially I think about dangerous jobs, if we could get like, you know, machines or things to do those, it could be pop. But again, it's a new norm that we're going to have to get used to. So again, let's talk about the norm of football, though, and how the minor football league is just changing the norm where you don't necessarily have to just be an all-star athlete in college to go to the, to the, to go to the NFL because the NFL is there. You have NFL scouts, right? at Miami Football League games and combines and things like that. So, again, it's another avenue or venue to get seen, right? And, and it's a new norm that needs to be acknowledged that there is a minor league system for football athletes. And I think people really get begin to grasp that and understand the significance of a minor football league because now you get an opportunity to play. Now you're not just leaving college and you feel like, what am I going to do now? You had these young men been playing football since the age of five. I know maybe I started a little more before that. As soon as I could walk, I guess I took off running. <laughs> but uh, uh, I just feel that the MFL is definitely the laboratory to change. The MFL is the, the, uh, uh, the essence of what professional football is. You have a lot of kids playing in these power five conferences, and there's nothing wrong with that. But you know, and I know, a lot of them never hit the field other than going out with the with the team. So in saying that, you guys really never had an opportunity to play. Now you get a chance to develop your skills. I had a lot of people call me and, uh, you know, a lot of people coming in this weekend, you know. Uh, and we're excited about that because they understand the significance of the minor football league now. And, and I'm excited for them. Uh, like I say, I'm always there to meet them when they come in. I think they're shocked. And I told most of the guys, I said, well, why are you coming here? This is where the MFL headquarters at, you know, the different franchises in your area. They said, well, Dr. Miles, we want to see Washington, D.C. This out here. <laughs> this is excusing it. And I was talking to a young man today and his fiance, well, we just want to see Washington. We've never been to Washington before. And they're city. coming from California. Under the great leadership of Absolutely. our mayor, Mayor Muriel Bowser. Absolutely. So come and see D.C. We welcome you to D.C. And it's no open. no place like it on the planet. It's open. And as we know, being natives of the area, we say all the time, and you talked about it earlier on the show, there's no place like home. There's no place like D.C. No place at all. And look, Absolutely. everybody, it's like once, you, once you've lived here, once you've been here, so it's hard to leave. Because it's a great place, and why would you be perfect? And you're right. And I, and I would be remiss if I don't. 
uh, acknowledge the great mayor that we have, that she's doing a great job, and the people here at DC Radio. I mean, answer, she's and doing a great job. Okay, and Bree's doing it. Hey, we got to we got to give a shout out to our producer Max. Max I mean, and Matt and y'all Shane, are the real y- y- y'all are the real deal. I mean. And these people, you know, they work tirelessly with us fighting through the pandemic, all of us doing this to make sure that the MFL bring you inside the MFL. And we like to stay as transparent as possible. No one can say we never kept them abreast of what was going on with the MFL. Yes, we was excited, ready to come out the blocks. But because of COVID-19, it'll stop you for real. So and I tell people, that now people have to understand uh, what the MFL is about. And we got to understand, uh, you have to understand football. You have to understand business. And those are some of the things that we're excited about here in the minor football league. And uh, like I say, um, I have to just give it to my great host, Kelsey Nelson. Oh, Been doing you. a great and job. we've got to wrap, Dr. Miles. We've got 10 seconds. Be sure to follow us on social media at MFL on Facebook. Again, at MFL on Facebook. Also, check connect with us on Twitter, Experience the MFL, and MFL Experience on Instagram. Again, we love to have you all. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. We'll see y'all next week. Always remember to keep inside what, Dr. Miles? The MFL. The MFL. Bye, guys. You've been listening to Inside the MFL, the official sports talk radio show of the Minor Football League with your hosts, Dr. Richard Miles Sr. and Kelsey Nicole Nelson. For more information, visit MFLisHere.com or the MFL page under programs at DCRadio.gov. Experience the MFL. How can we experience the MFL? The Minor Football League. Here's information on how you can experience the MFL. The Minor Football League was established in 1993 by founder and CEO Dr. Richard D. Miles Sr., a league created for the people and by the people. To learn more on how you can experience the MFL with the MFL team in your area, visit experiencethemfl.com or go to The MFL Is Here. The MFL, the laboratory of change. Copyright MFL. No portion of this audio may be reproduced or re-recorded without the written permission from the Minor Football League. Visit experiencethemfl.com. This is a Mad Voice production.